Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I've got Blake Mania with me. And uh, football season is here. We have breaking news. Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns QB suspended for six games for violating um, NFL policy. I'll tell you more about that once I wrap my brain around it. That just popped up and uh, has been informed by Judge Sue Robinson that Watson should be suspended for six games. Now, the question is, did the, does the league go go along with that? No chance. Okay. Uh, evidently, the league was pushing for 12-plus, so does their, you know, how does that how does that look? You know who's judge, jury, and executioner? Yeah. Roger Goodell. Right. So if the league wants to appeal this ruling by an independent judge, who gets to decide on that appeal? Goodell. The league. Yeah. Yeah. So the NFLPA, as y'all know, Players Association, is pushing for this to be upheld. Um, and we'll see what the NFL does. Blake, would you think it's going to be closer to 10? Uh, I think he, they still might give him 12. Okay. All right, so we'll we'll monitor that, but that's just some breaking news for you. Um, that's not what we're going to do with the SEC Insider Hit for the next 24 minutes, but I do want to drop something else, so give me, give me a second. The SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Go local, go with the home team, as uh, Jake Mangum says. Farm Bureau Insurance call in line 601-707-3750. One of the greatest winners, athletes, and of course basketball players of all time, passed away uh, yesterday, and that would be Bill Russell. Bill Russell, who all he did was win in high school, win in San Francisco in college, and then win with the Boston Celtics. And uh, if you watch the Lakers Dynasty uh, docuseries, then it would give you flashbacks of Jerry West, who by then was in the front office of the Lakers, right? Late 70s, early 80s, of... Uh, basically Bill Russell owning the Lakers, as y'all know, uh, and everybody else um, in the league. So, uh, alleged, and, and it's incredible that he was a, a, a player under, you know, Red Arbach, and then he became a player coach and still won titles. I mean, that's difficult. You're thinking about what you have to do on the court where you need to be, how you need to execute on the offensive and defensive end. And also, oh, I need to sub somebody out. Uh, you, know, I, I, you know, I need to make sure that this guy's fresh or that whatever's happening. Um, and that's really, I think, tough for any of us to wrap our brain around a, a player coach, but, you know, different time back then. And Bill Russell won 11 championships with the Boston Celtics, and he's one of the greatest players to ever play. It's incredible. It is. Four years as a player's coach, two titles. 
four years as a player coach, and he won two titles. Yeah. That's remarkable. 68 and 69, the last two years of his career. Let me give a shout-out of someone from the who played in the state of Mississippi at Mississippi State who won two of those titles with Bill Russell, Bailey Howell, yep. who's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. Obviously, Bill Russell is. I mean, you can name the Hall of Fame after Bill Russell, but the Naismith Hall of Fame, yes. The NBA Finals MVP trophy is named after Bill Russell. And it should be. Absolutely. The stat that I thought jumped out to me on the court, because I think one of the cool things about this is all the things you've heard about him off the court, including... I did not know this until this weekend. He hosted the first ever integrated uh, basketball camp in the state of Mississippi. Yes. In response to the Mega Evers assassination. And then came back within the last, what? I guess 10 years. Decade or so. And um, was it Jackson State? So, yeah, he has has been tied to to the state of Mississippi. Which is really cool. Which is yeah. really cool. But he, uh, for all the things he did off the court, obviously, on the court he was insanely talented, but his team success is something that stood out to me. From college to the NBA as both a player and coach in the NBA, Bill Russell 21 times faced a winner-take-all playoff situation and 21 times his team won. 21 of 21. That's insane. It really is. We talk about Jordan being six for six in the finals, right? He never lost the finals. 21 and 0 in elimination games for Bill Russell. God. That's amazing. Born in Monroe, Louisiana, just across the Mississippi River. Bill Russell, Boston Celtics great, um, passed away Uh yesterday at the age of 88 years old um, and obviously was a uh, leading advocate for civil rights and social justice, a legacy he passed down to generations of NBA uh, players. I did not know this. There's an unbelievable, ar- they're, they're everywhere today, but there is an unbelievable article on the athletic.com on Bill Russell. Very well done. It's a deep dive into the man and and the who and the how and so on. Um, But when he was 12 years old, Blake, his mother Katie passed away from kidney failure. Wow. In Louisiana. And uh, they eventually moved to Detroit and then Oakland, California. Of course, he went to San Francisco. The Dons. The Dons. Yeah. They were a power, or he made them a power back then. then Two-time champions. Once he left. All right, we're live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Go local, go with the home team. Um, I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the about Z-Biotics initially, 
But then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Blake, DK Metcalf is a rich man after this weekend. Yeah. Former Ole Miss wide receiver. And he signed a uh, mega deal with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm -hmm. We're not sure who's going to throw him the football. Drew Locke to start, I guess. Right. And I don't know how much confidence people have. They have confidence in DK Metcalf. Don't know how much confidence they have at the quarterback position for the Seattle Seahawks now that a Hall of Famer and Russell Wilson moved on to the Denver Broncos. We'll see how that looks. So DK from Ole Miss in the state of Mississippi. Then another SEC receiver, speaking of SEC insider hit, Debo Samuel, who Will Muschamp didn't know how to use, um, but is a phenomenal talent, just like DK. Different player, stylistically, and what they can do. Uh, but still lethal and, and dangerous and, you know, an explosive play uh, machine, which is what everybody's looking for this day and age. Uh, as we open up the field and and we go lateral and vertical and so on, uh, which is fun for all of us watching it on TV. Debo Samuel, along with DK Metcalf, Blake, he also received a mega deal. from, And he played for the South Carolina Gamecocks. He received a mega deal from the San Francisco 49ers. Fat stacks for both those receivers. Um, I think it's indicative of the league. As we said earlier, receivers getting paid. 11 different receivers have received contract extensions or new deals where they are going to get paid $20 million or more per year. And AJ's already been paid. Correct. Okay, He's so one of those 11. AJ and DK out of the same class have already been paid. And Debo Samuel was, was paid. Yep. So this is a lot of SEC flavor. You think Keith Carter's uh, making a couple phone calls today? Yeah, you know, I uh, probably in about 10 years, you want to give those guys a little bit of time <laughs> to uh, to do some other things. I, I get that all the time from, from uh, guys that I know and alums that think that they should give, you know, straight out of the gate in their 20s or 30s. It's usually going to be a 40s or 50s thing, but we'll see. Um, also, one more thing. The New York Giants are tied to Eli Manning and Charlie Connerly. They are. Jimmy Garoppolo, Blake? Yes. Jimmy G uh, to the Giants? Well, it's not official yet. So, I got fooled on this. Adam Schefter, the real Adam Schefter, tweeted out that they were making that trade and then deleted the tweet. Got it. Mid-show. So we're 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 still so, in limbo? Yeah, Jimmy's obviously up on the market. No, I, someone said, oh, Jimmy G to the Seahawks. This, I don't believe the 49ers will allow Jimmy G to go in division. I don't think so. Um, it's not common. It doesn't ever. Like, you got to get a big payday out of that in right. order to let him walk that way. I still think Schefter knew what he was talking. I think Schefter broke something that wasn't finalized. Yeah. And that that spooked the two teams. Fair enough. I think that they will still get a deal done. I think Schefter jumped the gun and it wasn't done yet. It would be a 
really, really good move for the New York Giants. Steve Palazzolo. I don't like it as a Dallas Cowboys guy now with, mm-hmm. with Dak Prescott in Dallas, but it is what it is. Um, Jimmy G can play. Um, Daniel Jones, we just don't know yet. Now, granted, they've been a dysfunctional franchise for a while, which is unusual because up until a few years ago, New York for 30 years was a, a well, well, went longer than that. Uh, a well-run franchise that, um, you know, won and won and won. And when they weren't winning championships, they lived in the playoffs. So they've gotten dysfunctional. The Mar- One of the Maras actually did a press conference after the season this past year. The one that's is it John? Yes, I believe that's correct. Uh, and actually recognized that he's embarrassed. Uh, that takes a lot. I mean, this is a family who's been in power for over 50 years in the world of the NFL. And, um, is worth billions and yet he got up on I mean this is rare that men I mean coaches usually can't acknowledge you know their weaknesses us as humans really struggle to do it uh and and he gets up and says well I basically have done a terrible job you don't usually hear that in pro sports or collegiate athletics for that matter either Uh, now he can say that because he Nobody's going to fire him. He's not going to fire himself. Yeah. And they're going to keep that franchise in the Mara family. But anyway, if they get this thing done in the next couple of days, that's an upgrade for the New York Giants, Jimmy Garoppolo. 100%. Steve Palazzolo said the same thing. That yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo would be definitely be an upgrade from Daniel Jones. So I still think he's on the move. I think Schefter jumped the gun because it was it was his account. He, he tweeted it out and everything like that. So, um it's definitely an upgrade to Daniel Jones. Is Jimmy G like the next Tom Brady? No, I think we're pretty aware that that's not the case, but he, you, he's still better than Daniel Jones. Yes. Uh, I think the, it's interesting, too. I still though. think it's a risk what the 49ers are doing, but Kyle Shanahan's a lot smarter than I am mm-hmm. as far because he has been wildly successful uh, about knowing the game and what he wants at the quarterback position. And when you have a coach that's already won, then he gets to make the pick. Now, he, John Lynch has told him, you know, you'll kind of live or die, you know, on the sword on Trey Lance. But yeah. anyway, I don't want to get too bogged down. I want to get back into some some SEC news. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and thezone1059.com. Um, also we want to welcome in a new partner, um, one of the best beers, um, in America and, uh, brewed in America. And that is Yingling Lager, uh, Yingling traditional lager. It will now be the Yingling guest line, um, or the Yingling lager guest line, uh, for a while now. Maybe all the way till uh, till Christmas. We'll see. But we're excited to have Yingling as a partner on the show. It is a phenomenal beer. Um, medium-bodied, delicious beer. Uh, you can find it at Corner Market, Fleetway Market, among many other options around the state, plus some of your restaurants that you love to frequent uh, have Yingling, too. And Tom Luganbill. And who's our other guest? Trey Shap. Trey Shap with uh, Arkansas. Yes, uh, they will both join us on the Yingling Lager guest line, 
and we're excited about that. So enjoy a Yingling late this afternoon around 5 o'clock, and uh, we'll join you at some point. Okay, now there's been some recruiting with Mississippi State and Ole Miss, but the two schools uh, landed commitments left and right over the weekend and got excited about that uh, as they're going to fire off practice here in the next few days. Uh, This was the last big weekend to host. And so Mississippi State and Ole Miss took advantage. So did all the other teams. I mean, Bama and A&M and, you know, you you, you saw it throughout the weekend. I didn't track it all, but all you had to do is open Twitter or go to a message board and see that guys were committing left and right from going to the last big camps on campus, which is great. I mean, it's fun. They, They get to go to campus for... 24 to 48 hours, depending on what they were doing. And um, and then they get back home and their high school football practices have, had either started or will start sooner than later. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I I do think it's interesting, and I may have counted this wrong, because sometimes when you go to max preps, it... Uh, they do a good job, but they they may not, you know, it's kind of an aggregate for, for Mississippi high school football schedules and blah, blah, blah. And maybe there's a Mississippi site that I need to hit. If there is, feel free to hit us up on the Ag Up Equipment text line. But Blake and I got in, I guess before I left to go to Destin last week, Blake and I talked a little bit about high school football and was Madison, Mississippi, title town. And because MRA and Madison Central won the MAIS and MHSAA titles last year. Now, some of that was tongue-in-cheek because you can't keep the titles in the same spot. It's just not possible uh, every year. Um, And then everybody let us know that Brandon was going to win and not lose a game and everybody should go home, and that Hartfield and Jackson Prep were going to be a piece of the puzzle um, on the MAIS side, which doesn't surprise me whatsoever. MRA and Hartfield played last year for the state championship, and Hartfield has exploded down Lakeland Drive, uh, like MRA has exploded as far as enrollment in Madison. Having said all that, I I was looking at the uh, schedule. MRA starts on August 11th. Yikes, 10 days. I don't think Hartfield starts until August 26th. Whoa. So something, and I counted nine games for Hartfield. That doesn't sound right, but maybe I'm wrong and somebody can correct me, a fan, a coach, whoever's listening, or maybe Max Preps just didn't quite have have all the schedule in. But that's something to take a look at because MRA is going to have a a lot more wear and tear. Now, the argument could be, hey, we're playing stronger competition. It's going to make us better. Yes, maybe. Uh, But as you march down the stretch with shoulders and ankles and hips and you know, people are banged up about by about four or five weeks into the season. We'll see how that looks. I don't know how many games Prep and J- Jay are playing. Most everybody plays like 11 to 12 games 
But I think with MRA starting early, they which means they'll be on ESPN 105.9 The Zone on a Thursday night, I think, is August 11th. Um, yeah. So their first game will be on ESPN 105.9 The Zone on August 11th. And just like when Deion Sanders and that team brought their took their team, brought their team into uh, the state of Mississippi a couple of years ago. Uh, when I watched that game from the sidelines, there were a ton of JUCO coaches and MHSAA coaches on the sideline that night. So they'll kind of be front and center since no one else will have started by then. Who won that game, by the way? MRA. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Hartfield now, has- all week we heard that Dion's crew, this was from our, our high school football guys that listened to the show. All week we heard, and people that... Uh, especially on the MHSAA side, that MRA was going to lose that game and lose bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they that didn't happen for a couple of reasons. But Hartfield anyway. has on their website 10 regular season okay. games scheduled. All right. They Ten. do start on the tw- – they play two jamboree-type scrimmage things before, but they start officially the 26th, as you said, and they play 10 games. They play 10. Yes, which I remember in my high school career, 10 being the number as well. Okay, now they play closer to 11 to 12. Like, pull up Brandon, Bulldogs. or, or I've know. got MRA playing 12 games, yeah, which makes not, sense. I don't, I don't think they're going to take a week off. Because they're starting two weeks before Hartfield and playing 12 games yeah. as well. Um, but that's because they're adding extracurricular. Non, you know, Essentially, they're preseason games. Even though they count on your real record, they don't have any impact on your ability to win your local state championship right right so they're kind of if they lose to oakland or pulaski it doesn't matter in the division of playing against prep ja and hartfield yeah it doesn't so so they're pseudo preseason's not the right word because they do count to your record but they're they are truly like wake up games like tester games it's like hey figure out what you can do well what you can't do well against stiff competition because we do it's like Alabama playing Tennessee Martin. You're gonna be. You're gonna do every. If you're MRA and you play little two way whoever, you're gonna do everything well. Right. There's no point in that. That's true. That's true. what we. That's what we did at prep all the time. We just beat the tar out of. Schools. You know, it would be like them playing. You know, Porter's Chapel, and that's not yeah. a shot, but their enrollment. When you is roll seventy five kids, two hundred people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally MRA's enrollment. 1400 I'd or like something. to see MRA prep and JA do what we did when I was in high school, which is play some public schools in the state of Mississippi. I know they're going out and pulling some of these bigger national schools. Well, now that MRA started winning, the public schools don't want to play. Correct. Them. I wish they'd play a Startville or an Oxford. They've or, asked to play yeah. every every 6A team you can think of in this area yeah. and beyond. They've asked. The problem is there's still this terrible, flawed uh, mentality that if you – because MRA, uh, maybe not every year of this three-state st- championship run, but I'd take at least one, if not two of the years, could have won the 6A too. Um, the problem is there's this flawed mentality that, oh, my God, I can't. The the head coaches are like, I can't lose to an MAIS school. Yeah. So once Ricky Black started beating them, they stopped. They yeah. started saying no. And, and then... Uh, when Herbert and them started winning, they weren't going to do they're that. They're not going to do it. Yeah. They're just, it's, so you got to go play Oakland yeah. or Pulaski oh, or other. It was a huge deal when we played Pearl for the first time when I was in and high school. It was school. a huge deal when they lost. Yeah, 50 to nothing, okay. by the way. Just so, throw that out there. Uh, John Perry heard enough of that and he decided I'm going to go another direction. Yeah. So. 
Uh, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Uh, Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. And that number, the caller line is 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at Bow Bounds. Give us a follow on Twitter. Our Facebook page, uh, search the Out of Bounds show on Facebook. And you can watch. Are we going to fire it up at 830? Yes, and 930. Okay. Tom Luganbill will join us at 830. And Trey Schaap, Arkansas Insider, will join us at uh, at 9.30. State and Ole Miss obviously play Arkansas. Ole Miss has to travel to the state of Arkansas this year. And Mississippi State will host Arkansas. Kiffin is, has split with the Razorbacks, one and one. And Mike Leach is 0-2 against the Razorbacks. To have any kind of good year, you have to beat Arkansas at home this year if you're Mississippi State. Man, we got a lot going on. Recruiting, NFL news, um, and football has started. I mean, this NFL training camp coverage is insane to me. Uh, The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. It was Mississippi Ag. It is now Ag Up. Ag Up Equipment text line 601-885-3776. Straight ahead, somebody joined, a former coach joined ESPN broadcast team. 